Welcome back to the Author Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, international best-selling indie author, Carissa Andrews, and CEO of Author Revolution, the indie author source for all things rapid releasing. Okay, guys, may as well rip this band-aid right off. <laughs> I did not hit the lists. I am super bummed about it, as you can imagine. But I did have some suspicions that this would be the case last week. You might have even picked up on it when I was giving you my hindsight 2020 on the list aiming process last week as well. So as suspected, the ad spend I was able to put forward for this list aim just wasn't enough to qualify. And since I don't use credit cards and I don't go and get super big loans and I don't have super deep pockets, I had to work within the budget that I had available to me. And a lot of that had to do with savings, 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 and trying to get everything kind of compiled together for a long period of time. And I'll tell you what, even that budget in the savings that I was able to accomplish, looking back at the numbers, it's still enough to kind of freak me out because I have never done a launch anywhere remotely close to this big in the past. I mean, here's the thing. I could have bought a new car outright, albeit used, but still. So let's talk about that. For this list aim of Secret Legacy, I spent $11,794.29 on paid promotions that were directly associated with the list aim. Now, this does not include things like paying my PA Jenny, editing the books themselves, uh, normal subscriptions that I use all the time for my author stuff like Canva or Buffer, or even sites like All Author or Book Funnel. And it really doesn't include things like Flowdesk or MailerLite for emails, nothing else. It doesn't even include the book giveaways that I mailed out or any of the promotion pieces like sweatshirts, business cards, keychains, nothing. It didn't cover Colin and his expenses for the camera or trying to deliver the live action trailer either. So you get the point. It was literally and simply just ad and promotion spend. $11,000, almost $12,000. So where did all those numbers end up tallying up? Let's go over it. At the end of the day, I sold 2,133 ebooks on Amazon, 129 on Apple, 132 on Barnes & Noble, and 21 on Kobo before taking it down from wide distribution and putting Secret Legacy back into KU. It had a little bit of a pricing glitch at first. I was trying to change the pricing from 99 cents up to 2.99. And for the first three or four days, Amazon kept trying to price match it to Barnes & Noble, even though it wasn't on Barnes & Noble anymore. It did get fixed, I think, on Thursday. So the pricing for it has gone up to $2.99. So that whole situation got fixed after the fact. But during launch week, I have also sold 70 paperbacks of the books. When you look at those numbers, you can see it definitely fell short of the expectations when it comes to list aiming. Ironically to me, though, during the pre-order phase, I really struggled to get sales at Barnes & Noble. But during launch week, those sales picked up and surpassed Apple. It was really honestly a total surprise. Although in looking back at it, I'm wondering if it had to do with the fact that on Apple, when people are looking to see who I am and what I'm all about, they have like literally only two books to be able to see on Apple that are out there. I think it's Author Imposter and then also one of my free books, which is Trajectory. They can't see any of my other books unless they go out to Amazon to see that I have a bunch of other books that are available. Apple doesn't sell any paperback books. Where on Barnes & Noble, even though I don't have ebooks available for a lot of my books, all of the books that are out there in paperback are listed, so they would still be able to see 
that I am an author that writes multiple books and that I have quite a number of them that are out there. But either way, unfortunately, neither one of those two sales sites went past the 150 minimum in order to qualify. And now, like we've said in the past, list aiming, you want to aim higher than that even. You want to be going more towards like the 500s for those other sites and even higher if you're trying to hit New York Times. Now, 150 is the minimum to qualify for like USA Today. And I've seen other authors talk to other authors who have had that low of a number and still have managed to become a USA Today author. But unfortunately, I wasn't quite there. Now, it's hard to say if getting those last 20 or so books on Barnes & Noble would have actually helped. I had been keeping an eye on the USA Today list to see where things were the following week versus where rankings for those books were during the week that I launched. And it was borderline as to whether or not my 2,000 sales on Amazon may still have cut it, to be honest. But I know if it was a typical year, I would have been nowhere near close enough. I would have needed another 1,000 for sure just to be able to qualify for USA Today. Now, part of my decision-making during launch week then, because it wasn't going as fast as I had hoped, was then not to put a whole bunch more money into it that I, I would have to scrounge and really try to find. So rather than going all out and going crazy with my ad spend, I tried to keep it a little more conservative during launch week, and we ended up where we ended up. Since the book has now been into KU, interestingly enough, it's, it's been only about a week, but I've had 18,000 page reads, which is the equivalent of about 46 or so books being sold during the week. So that's not too shabby. And I can tell you right now, I wouldn't have sold anywhere near that number if I had stayed wide and kept things in Barnes & Noble or Apple. So to me, as of right now, it was definitely worth the switch in going back to KU. So far, the ranking has also been holding very steady. It's obviously slid from its 1,000 rank all the way up to roughly about 10,000 to 14,000 on Amazon, but it's been holding steady right there. And the only thing that's running right now are some really low budget AMS ads, so Amazon ads, and about $5 a day budget for Facebook ads. There are no BookBub ads running right this moment, but I do plan on ramping those up for book two for next week when Soul Legacy launches. So book two launches next week. Holy cow, yes, it's already next week. Friggin' crazy, right? It's nuts. I'm looking forward to being able to deliver more books and to see how book two's launch will then impact Secret Legacy's sales. It's something that I've never really accomplished with a first book before because if you remember, when Pandamas first came out, that book had come out in uh, October of 2013. And I didn't put the book two and book three out until 2017. So it was October and November of 2017, those two books rapid released. And while that really helped, it wasn't the start of a series. It wasn't like everyone who had come into book one was really excited to get book two. It was There was a good space between those books. And I think the energy and excitement for the series really died down a lot because of that space. So this is going to be an interesting experiment to see how the four books really kind of jive with each other and how the synergy of their marketing impacts the saleability of book one and how it continues to go around in a, hopefully a kind of a marketing circle. Okay, so with all of this in mind, obviously I didn't hit the list. All that stuff is crazy. So what's next? Well, the biggest thing I've done this week is really soul search about what it is I want to be doing going forward. And the biggest thing that I have come to the conclusion of is that I am going to be putting Author Revolution's online courses 
back into the forefront of my agenda. Now, if you've been hanging around for a while, you know that I have a number of courses out there, but I put them on the back burner to be able to get this series out into the world. The list aiming stuff took a lot out of me, and I wanted to make sure that I did it to the best of my ability. This is not to say that I'm never going back to writing again. That, that's not it at all. Though I definitely had a moment there where I wanted to burn it all down. I'm not going to lie. There was, a, there was a couple of days where Jenny probably wanted to smack me upside the head. But that's not, the, that's not what this is. I love teaching as much as I love writing. So perhaps this is the universe's way of reminding me that I am playing too small when I'm focusing on just one thing over another. Am I still planning on writing Diana Hawthorne's series for 2021? I would be lying if I said I plan to do all five of them next year, but I might. Who knows? It all depends on how things go with these courses. Now, I'm seriously thinking, though, about dropping back to four so that I can focus on the courses and the books. So don't be surprised if that happens. I might take one book off the table, maybe more. Who knows? But there might be a bigger reason why that would be the case, and I'll get to that in just a moment. All right, so I want to talk to you. Yes, you. (laughs) As authors, I want you to hear me say this. Now, you are the commander of your seas. When something crosses your path that makes you stop and pause or rethink your strategy, like aiming for a list, for example, and missing the mark, you could keep plowing forward, you know, without deviating your course, or you can make adjustments to live your best life. Now, over the past few years, I've really, really put a lot into my writing into my writing, into my publishing, into my teaching. So much so that at times I really do get burnt out. And that's something that I want to make sure when I am teaching others, I I want you to be able to avoid that. So when it happens for me, I've noticed that it's hard for me to be present for myself, for my kids, for my spouse, friends, family. So I'm reevaluating just how much time and energy I'm going to put into certain things. And that means I'm going to be deliberately picking and choosing how I spend my time, especially my creative time, so that I can find and hang on to more of my joy. Now, I've said this before, and I want to say it again so that you hear me. Rapid releasing is a vehicle in which you get your backlist catalog up so that you can cross that threshold of 22 to 28 books faster. But just how fast you get there is really still up to you. You're not letting anyone down if you cannot publish a book a month. I know I can't and I couldn't even in the beginning of this nonsense. It's not to say that those goals or that ability won't change down the line, but you never know. You don't have to put that kind of pressure on yourself. You're not letting yourself down if you have to pull back a bit to make things just a little bit more manageable for you. In the way I teach it, Rapid releasing simply means writing and publishing your books as quickly as you can. Notice the you part in that sentence. There are actually six different rapid releasing methods out there, and there is not a one-size-fits-all modality, even though I think a lot of people believe that it has to be one a month. That's not quite the case. That is an ideal situation when it comes to Amazon's algorithms, but it's not always ideal for us as humans. So with that in mind, like I said, I am diving back into Rapid Release Roadmaps course creation. So right in the middle of launch for Secret Legacy, I got the notification from Amy Porterfield. She is my guru. I love her so much. She's just amazing. That she was going to open her DCA course. And DCA stands for Digital Course Academy. 
Now, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, who this lady is, it's fine. Her course is on teaching course creators how to successfully launch their digital courses. That's an aspect that for me, I really struggle with because I'm the teacher. I really have a harder time when it comes to putting myself out there and trying to pound the payment and get people into the courses. I like the one-on-one teaching aspect. I like going to, to people. And that's really where this idea of author revolution came from. It was me being in front of an audience of people and explaining to them how to go about publishing and rapid releasing and learning how the indie author platforms work. Like I said, I've obviously done digital courses in the past. I have four of them currently out there. So if you did not know that, go check them out on authorrevolution.org. There are four courses available. But Rapid Release Roadmap is actually going to be different. It is my full step-by-step roadmap to help authors learn the synergy behind rapid releasing so they can get faster at it. I'm teaching it in a way that has you focus on four books a year, one launch each quarter, so that the workload is more manageable. And at the end of the year, you have four books to show for it. Sounds pretty good, right? Four books instead of one or zero. It's still a lot to think about. But the idea is that you take this framework that I'm going to deliver and you either perfect it or you speed it up. But you could easily slow it down as well. Either way, Rapid Release Roadmap will show you how to juggle each aspect of book production from ideation to publication and all that crazy stuff that goes along with it. I might even get into list aiming at some point if people are interested in that, but that's not what this particular course is about. When it goes live to the public in January, this price is going to be set at $997. And it's an exclusive step-by-step framework that I know is valuable and delivers the right information without all of the overwhelm. So here's what I'm thinking though. Rapid Release Roadmap is not fully fleshed out yet. I have it outlined, the first three modules are done, but there are still four more to go. And there's plenty of wiggle room in there to be able to adjust and pivot in how I want to deliver the information. The vision is here, and I'd love for you to be a part of this journey with me. So that's why I'm opening up the doors right now to 30 people, just 30, who are interested in helping me shape the direction of the course. But there's a caveat. I want these people to be really serious about their own success, which is why I'm limiting the group size. Well, partially the reason why. The other reason is I want to be working closely together so that we can create this course so that's really powerful and delivers the right information without all of the overwhelm. And that means having this Facebook group where we can really get in there, dive in deep, and talk to each other about some of the challenges that we're facing and how to make that information more digestible. So here's the best part. I am extending an exclusive invitation for you to join me today as a founding member. If you are interested, your price would be locked in at only $147. But you, my friend, will get lifetime access to the course content as it grows, as it expands, even after the price goes up as well as that personal one-on-one access to me through the founding members Facebook group, where we're going to hash out all those details together and get excited for launching our next series. So between now and January, things are going to be happening fast and furious with this course. And like I said, this is the one and only time I'm going to be offering the founding members deal. Once it goes live in January, the price is going to go up to that $9.97. So with all of that said, 
I am clear how Rapid Release Roadmap and this founding members community is going to be able to serve all of us as we make progress toward mastering writing and publishing faster. Years from now, we're going to look back on this and say, do you remember when? And guess what? It all begins right here, right now, today. If you're in, all you have to do is email me at carissa at authorrevolution.org with rapid release roadmap in the subject line. Let me know if you're interested in being in on this ground level of the course creation, and I will get you set up, my friend. This is a first come, first serve situation. So the first 30 people who send me an email are the people who are getting in on this once in a lifetime opportunity. And I sincerely hope that you are one of them. As always, we have a lot that we can discuss. So you can always pop into the Author Revolution Facebook group to talk about this founding member's offer and ask any questions that you need to in order to make a decision that's right for you. Also, you can always download the show notes for today's episode by heading over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 48. 2021 is going to be an amazing year. For all of us writers, we're going to get past this 2020 BS and all the craziness that's going on. And we're going to make 2021 the most fantastic year in our writing lives. I really, really hope that you'll join me. All right, my writerly friend, until next time, go forth and start your author revolution.